What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to The Way in the Light. This is your host, Kalia Amani. I hope you are having an amazing day, a blessed day. Y'all, I have such a very special guest that is dear to my heart, okay? This is BJ. What's up, everybody? Hey, I'm a little nervous to be out of here, but per her request, I heard everybody was asking for it, too, so it's long overdue. Um, very happy to be here. So, what's up? It's BJ. And if you don't know who BJ is, y'all, BJ is my boyfriend. For the people that's listening, because if you're watching, you you can see the dynamic already. Guys, relationship podcast. Y'all, I've been talking about <laughs> I've been talking about self-worth and all of this for I mean, the past few episodes. I mean, it feels like so I wanted to bring BJ on just because I wanted to show you guys just our dynamic. Um, we're going to talk about tips, habits that we have. We actually fasted from each other not too long ago. So mm-hmm. we're going to be talking all about that whole process, this whole fast. And I'm just so excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. Super excited. Never been on a podcast before. So this is brand new. Never really held a microphone up to my face. You know, I stay behind the scenes. So he is the behind the scenes person, but I think this is going to be great. Just some exposure of his. I think he'll be great. I mean, I feel like a little bit in his calling, he's going to be called to speaking a little bit more. So, yeah, because he has an awesome girlfriend. Yeah, she's pretty cool. cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. okay. so we're just going to jump right in. I think let's just kind of introduce who we are. I mean, kind of give like a little background of how we met that whole shebang Mm. because it was cool. I mean, let's actually talk about, like, the, the creepy part first. So you want to start way back or, like? Yeah. Like, from the beginning? Because beginning. I think our story is just so beautiful. Okay. I think it's cool. So, I mean. We- Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to actually, like, tell. Remember what you told me? Um, how you were saying you were. I mean, okay, you know how you were saying, like, before we even met, before you even knew me, mm-hmm. and you had that whole, like, little thing where that person told you, you know, your life is going to change. Yeah. And then, like, you were tending to your garden. Let's talk about that a little bit. Like, tending to, <laughs> metaphorically, tending to your garden, like, before meeting me. Doing what, basically, doing what you need to do. Yeah. Before. Like, I want you to kind of go into that and what that looks like, because I, the people know what happened before I met you, kind of, like, what I was doing, right. so. That was after we had first laid eyes on each other. But right. We didn't really know each other like that. So, this was in, like, I want to say the summertime. So, we had met for the first time back in April, but we didn't really have any conversation. But what she is talking about is an instance where I went, I was, I'm a youth leader, y'all, so we were on a youth trip, and I was a chaperone for the youth trip, and one of the pastors was, um, prophesying to everybody and he literally just called me out out of nowhere um and he said you i don't know what your name is but the lord is telling me right now that you have to stay focused there's some things that the lord is trying to present to you and this season right now is just meant for you to remain focused and steady and being in being in god's word and just um preparing you for what's to come because there's a lot that's about to happen for you and if you're not prepared for it, you won't be ready to receive every single blessing that the Lord has for you. 
um, lo and behold, one of those blessings just so happened to be Kalia, um, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but yeah, I do feel like I did prepare for that season very well. Um, but it was rough. What he was talking about, I was going through a really rough season when he said that to me. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically what she was talking about right there. But um, I guess she was also talking about how we met and stuff like that. So not too long after um, that trip, that youth evasion, which was amazing, um, we it was Maya's birthday, which she's already been on the podcast. If y'all haven't seen that episode, go back and see it. Yes. Um, my girl Maya. Yeah, I'm pretty good friends with Maya too, and um, we were all going out for Maya's birthday weekend, and it just so happens that Kalia was invited too, and I was like, bet, you know, because <laughs> I had seen her before, and mm-hmm. I was like, Maya, fight your cousin, fight your cousin, just joking, but really not at the same time. Um, but yeah, we just kind of just had a great time just getting to know each other. It wasn't on anything other than just being friendly and just really have an authentic and real life conversation. So that's really how it went down. Yeah. And I think it was cool too. like, one of the things that I experienced before actually God revealed to me, you know, you and everything was my notes basically that he had spoke. Cause I had fasted, um, for a particular reason before anything. And, I remember just going to the park and I literally just sat and I cried. It was supposed to be on my lunch break, but obviously I was fasting, so I didn't eat. And so I went on my lunch break and I mean, I just literally put on worship music and I just started bawling because of this particular reason. And I just remember God speaking so heavily over my life. It just like, you know, what's about to happen or what I deserve as a daughter of the king and everything like that. And I'm going to read it to you guys because I thought it was super cool because it's, I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell y'all why I think it's just super cool. But like, this is going to be something that I'm going to remember forever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think I know exactly what you mean. You know what, you know what it is. Yeah. Hold on. I got to find it. I write so many notes. I never go back. So this is God speaking. Um, And I think I wasn't ever going to really share this, but I think this right, like this is a good time to share it basically. Um, So God said, the man I have for you is going to love you like how I love you. The man I have for you, you're making me nervous looking at me. (laughs) What am I supposed to look at? I'll look at the camera. Hey guys. You can like glance back and forth. (laughs) Yo. Okay. Um, He said, the man I have for you will not only pursue you, but pursue me. The man I have for you will give you, give me all the glory and honor to me with you. The man I have for you will praise me with you and attend church with you. The man I have for you will not only be there for you mentally, emotionally, and physically, but also spiritually. The man I have for you will hold you accountable and lead you. And I want you to know that I'm for you and I have the best interest for you. Um, So that was pretty much it. But then... Obviously, he described, and I had this image of what I wanted in a husband, basically, in the next man that I meet. And when I met him, he didn't even have to say words, but I just knew. And I don't want to get into this, but but basically, BJ, he checked off all of the boxes 
um, and more. And I mean, I couldn't have been just so much more sure like ever in my life. And I don't know. I just love him so much. And so God was really, he's so strategic. And so we're going to get into the crazy part, the creepy part of it all. Basically, we kind of talked about this a little bit on my YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to that. But um, it was creepy. So freaking creepy. I'm going to tell, I'm going to let you tell your perspective first. And then I'm going to give y'all my perspective of everything. (laughs) Okay. I gotcha. Um, My perspective on how it was creepy? Yeah. Okay. What really made it creepy was, I guess, the relation that you and Maya had and that me and me and Maya had. So for me, I'm involved in the youth ministry along with the young adult ministry at my church. Right. I didn't really know Maya for real, for real, until they really got into like the young adult ministry at the church or started attending that regularly. Um, So that's when me and her really started being friends and stuff like that. Um, so, um, she's talking about how we met at a birthday party, I'm assuming, right? What do you mean? We met at a birthday party. Yeah, we met at a birthday party. Right. But then after that, it was like nothing after that. Yes. For months. Right. Months and months and months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we really didn't think about each other for real. I mean, like maybe in the back of our heads, but like nothing serious right like we just went on about our lives um but the relation that we both had to each other wasn't didn't happen until Maya came into the picture but along with that I have some spiritual mentors at my church Nehemiah who's a youth pastor and his wife Eliza who are also super involved I've known them since I was literally in sixth grade so they have been super involved in my spiritual journey and my spiritual walk I literally had shackles torn off of me by Eliza. She's just a great individual. Um, I don't want to say too much of her side of the story, but she does Eliza. So I'm just going to stop right there and just let her pick it up from that point. <laughs> you're such a great storyteller. I guess. You're, you're built for this. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so picking up where he left off was... How do I know Eliza? So basically, it's actually crazy. So two of my best friends um, before. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. I didn't talk about Sana and Kyla too. They also attend my church as well. Yeah. And I didn't, you can I, add that. Yeah. After. So after? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because then you can tell. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so basically, Sana, I knew her. For years because we actually went to church together um we went to grace community christian church and we were in the youth ministry together so that's how we knew each other um we were pretty close during that time and then i remember her leaving i also left the church as well so we kind of just didn't have contact but we always knew about each other but one day she actually reached out to me and I didn't know any of the other girls at this time. I only knew Sanal, but they all knew each other. So Sanal reached out to me and was like, I feel like God is calling me to reach out. I've been needing to, but I just kind of been putting it off. But I would, you know, we're starting a group called Raw. Mm -hmm. And I prayed about it. And I, at the time I felt really led to do it. Like it seemed cool. I mean, I was starting to jump into my ministry a little bit, um, speaking and everything like that. So I was like, heck yeah. I mean, this gives me much like 
another opportunity to grow in this area. But also, mm-hmm. I think at the time I was also praying for godly relationships and friendships. And, you know, all of those girls were it. And so I was like, I mean, absolutely. I know they all know each other, but we all got along so well. Yeah. So they actually attended Linked Up Church. And I Linked visited. Up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I visited out. at that time. And so what we were going to do was raw for the youth ministry in the plug. Um, and so I went there three times. And he was literally going there at the exact same time. He also served. In the youth ministry, he played drums, and I didn't know. Like, yeah. I literally did not know him. I didn't know who he was. Like, I just went focused on this ministry, <laughs> and I thought it was cool. So the one that was over us, leading us, sponsoring us, was Eliza. Eliza became all of our mentors, and I absolutely fell in love with her. Like, I love Eliza literally so much, she helped me so much. She saw so much potential in me and was just so grace. Like, I don't know. Her grace was just amazing. And so I also met Nehemiah, but we talked to him because he was a youth pastor. So we had to talk to him, you know, um, a couple of times. So we had a couple of meetings, but I really didn't get to know him like that. But we really got to know Eliza. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't talk to her for a little bit, but I knew that I, she was someone I could always call on. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just remember, when was the first time I, I don't know. I just started reaching back out to Eliza and talking to her and everything, giving her the whole spill on relationships and what I was going through and just praying and that whole shebang. So what I didn't know was, one, he went to that same church. One, he was still super close with Eliza and Nehemiah. And Eliza was my mentor at the same time. And it was just so crazy how that all played out. And the conversations that me and Eliza had, she already knew. And I didn't even have to mention his name, but she knew in the spirit, which was absolutely crazy. I just remember the first time that I called her. What she say? You talking about BJ? She said something like that. She was like, um, I was like, okay, there's this guy. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm just proceeding with caution. We're both proceeding with caution, but we know that we're attracted to each other. That was our favorite phrase. Right, proceeding with caution. (laughs) He put me on to that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But we knew that we were attracted to each other, and we were just, so we were just talking and everything, and she was like, I didn't even say his name. And then I said, okay, I'm just going to say his name. It's BJ. And she said, oh, girl, I already knew. And I said, (laughs) what? Yep. How did you know? Because he didn't mention it to nobody. We didn't tell anybody. The only people that knew was Maya. Yeah. Like, that was, and somebody else, but <laughs> the only person that knew was Maya and somebody else, and that was it. We didn't talk to the lies about it. We didn't talk to Nehemiah about it. Nothing. And I just thought it was so crazy that she already knew, and I wasn't even attending, visiting the church that much. Yeah. Like, it was crazy, but she knew. And she was just like, I'm not getting a known the spirit. She's so spirit led. And I mean, just amazing. And she was like, I'm not getting a no from the spirit. And so I'm excited for y'all. And then we got together and we started dating. And I mean, she's been one of our number one supporters for our relationship, her and Nehemiah. And it's just been amazing. But I just thought that was so crazy. Like 
how you knew them mm-hmm. most of your life. And then she became my mentor. And then she started to get to really know me and right. what I do, who I am. And that she was able to see if that this connection would work, mm-hmm. you know, um, if we were going to be equally yoked. And right. so that was really cool. But tell him, he already knew Sinal. He already knew Kyla. He already, already knew, knew the them. whole group, my yeah. best friends, all of them. Yeah, I already knew all of them even before I knew her. No, nope. so that was like he knows them so well too. Like it was so creepy how it all played out. Cause like when she told me who her best friends were, and she says Sinan Kyle was like, I know them, and she was like, There's no way. Yeah, I was like, Yeah, there is a way. Yep. So just the whole way that everything went down was kind of like, like it was just heaven sent. So that's the best way to just phrase it. It was awesome. Yeah. Super cool. I mean, I just love our story so much because yeah. it just it's like it's like one of those stories that you would kind of see in a movie. It's almost a fairy tale. It literally is. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't no basic. We met in high school. Like, right. no, everything was so strategic. Three years later from this group mm-hmm. that we had started. Here I am back at this church. Right. Here I am meeting someone that went to that same church. We had the same mentors. At the same time, like, oh my gosh. Whenever I tell people our story, they're like, I get, I just got chills. Like, that's what it feels like. It doesn't seem like. Like you could read a book and it would be entertaining the whole way through. It would. It would. Stay tuned for the book drop. For real. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that was pretty much like the whole thing, like how we met the creepy part of it. Mm -hmm. Um. But, I mean, we, when we met each other, it was just, like, everything was just so organic. Yeah. Nothing was, it wasn't pushed. It wasn't, you know, forced at all. It was just, like she said, it said organic. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I don't know, it's just been different. Like, this relationship that I have with DJ has just been so different from anything that I've ever experienced. Um, just because not only was it so organic, but it was so fruitful from the beginning, Mm -hmm. very fruitful from the beginning. I mean, our conversations, they were deep conversations from the very beginning before we even considered dating when we were just in the friend stage, like we had some very deep conversations, nothing crazy, but it was just like getting to know we weren't having surface level conversations. We weren't. Talking about what's your favorite color. Like, we were literally talking about, like, what happened in your last relationship? What did this look like? Um, What can you do different? I think the word that best describes how it first started and how it is now is just, like, intentional. Like, we weren't weren't wasting any time with this. Like, I'm either trying to, like, the goal is to date to marry. So I wasn't, I was like, I'm not wasting my time at all. I need to see right here and now if this is something that I need to spend my time doing or if I don't need to, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, I, I think we both went in with the same mindset on that. Yeah, setting. I for sure didn't want to waste my time yeah. because I was in something for so long right. and I was not, I promised, like I was not expecting to get into another relationship mm-hmm. on the timeline that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um that just was not my intention whatsoever. Like it was just kind of like from the beginning, we sought wise counsel from the beginning. We had serious conversations from the beginning. We were like, okay, is this something that we want? Okay. If this is something that we want, 
we're all in, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was just kind of like the whole gist of everything. Um, But I mean, it's been great. It's it's been a roller coaster because we we (laughs) when we first met, it was just kind of like, oh, my gosh, we have so much common we're so similar we're both leading ministries in Mm -hmm. high school and young adults and we like the same stuff we talk about the same things we're interested in the same stuff and it's like oh yeah let's have let's do this (laughs) that's actually crazy how much we have in similar like in common but then now it's just like y'all she don't even like football (laughs) it's not that i don't like football she don't even understand football. I do now. I know the basics. She don't understand. I it. do. Your dad taught me. Which is hard coming from <laughs> me. I played football all my life. Imagine that. He played football all his life. All my life. All my life. I had to fight. <laughs> all my life. I'm still fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. But anyway. Yeah, but yeah, like we the the more we get to learn each other, like the more we're just understanding our differences and just working through them so that's how it's different from how it first started out you know yeah so i kind of want to jump into like talking about navigating that whole process Mm -hmm. because in the beginning i'm gonna i'm gonna give like my whole mindset when i really started to get to know who he was and it wasn't like he catfished me y'all it was like (laughs) that's not at all it was just we started to be more intentional we started to have ask different questions Mm -hmm. to where we actually experienced the differences and choosing to still love one another through it all and yeah i mean was that whole process hard for you? Like when you started to see how different we are, like what yeah. was your mindset? It was, it was hard to see that we had differences and just realizing that there were some habits that you didn't necessarily appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, um, making the adjustment was something that I had to make a conscious decision, whether I wanted to, wanted to do or whether not to do. Um, and that just all came from like, just being led by God and just knowing like, okay, if this, if she's a daughter of God, let me treat her as such and love her as such. You know, I'm not just going to push her opinions to the side, push her emotions to the side. Let me truly understand and see why she feels how she feels and kind of put my pride aside. Cause that's hard for us men to put our pride aside mm-hmm. in certain situations. So um, that's probably the biggest, that was the biggest adjustment was, taking on another individual and making the adjustment, you have to put your pride aside. And it's the same thing whenever you're in relationship to God, you got to put your pride aside and humble yourself, you know? Um, So it's just the ultimate way to express love. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was, it was difficult, but it's worth it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a continuous process, you know, the there's, it's never ending, you know, like, like, way that you understand god you you can never know enough you know he'll continue to show you new things Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how i see it wow what you're so cute oh get out of (laughs) here i love it i love it no i and i can attest like he's very intentional when it comes to like things that like i don't like or i point out and like he's I mean, he asked, like, you know, is there something bothering you or what can I do? What can I change? Um, And if I express something, he's like, 
okay, I will try to do better. Like, it's, he's just very intentional, and I'm just so grateful for someone like that. Although, when she's saying, when she's talking about how can I change, there has to be valid reason for that change. So, it does take open communications. Mm -hmm. Open communication on both ends for that to happen. Yeah. I have to say why I acted the way I act. Right. She has to say why she doesn't like the way that I responded. Right. So, yeah. Takes two to tango. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I think we we are getting to a place where we communicate so well, mm-hmm. or we try to, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially given our differences, given like we ultimately we have different mindsets, yeah. and so communication has definitely came a long way for the both of us. Like we are trying to really find pro proactive tips and tricks Mm -hmm. that we do implement into our relationship so that we don't have so much misunderstanding or and or miscommunication when it comes to our relationship but we are both kind of eager to kind of get down to the problem yeah if there is one when there is one we're like let's handle this now let's not wait one thing that we always like agree on like let's not go to sleep angry at each other and people that is definitely a controversial topic or subject because Mm -hmm. people are like i do me and my husband do go Mm -hmm. me and my boyfriend do go to sleep angry Mm -hmm. because it gives us space to what we wake up we're ready to talk about it but i think for us the lord convicts us yeah (laughs) real bad real bad yeah real quick too like it doesn't take long for that conviction to come like go fix this yeah like it'll, it may be like two three hours and i'm like babe i'm sorry <laughs> or vice versa you know no seriously because i think we're well one i know we're both overthinkers in different ways mm-hmm. and we're both stubborn and <laughs> i feel like ways. if we did go to sleep angry that's one of the ways one i think in a kingdom relationship the enemy ch- can use that mm-hmm. to attack, to put these thoughts yeah. into our minds like, um, you know, this person isn't for you and mm-hmm. all of that, like just crazy stuff. If we just don't solve the issue right then and there, because it's like we don't want the issue to linger. Right. Because I know for me, if he didn't apologize on certain certain things, y'all, I wake up still mad. <laughs> she I, holds grudges sometimes. I would, I would be mad in my sleep. She's woken up mad at me from what happened in her dream. <laughs> I'd be like, fake mad. No, I'm like, how? I didn't even do it. I did it in a dream. How <laughs> no, you mad at you the real me? you did that one time, too. You did that one time, too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but I think that's good, like, how you, you know, kind of said that. Mm-hmm. But I think from my perspective of, like, learning that we had differences and kind of navigating that whole thing, like, for me, it was a l- mm, it was hard for me. No, but I would think in my head, like in my mind, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this. Um, I don't like this. I got the ick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just little differences. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that I don't need to self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was starting to do, mm-hmm. was self-sabotaging something that God had put in my life, a blessing that God had yeah. put in my life because of the little things, because of the little differences and um the different mindsets like we were i mean just on 
it's just little subjects or topics that we're like we don't see yeah we don't agree on and i was just like clea like you guys if your whole goal is to date to marry you're gonna be with each other for the rest of your lives you're gonna change years from now you're gonna be a completely different person and if you back out because of the little differences Mm -hmm. because of the different mindset and you don't find ways and tactics and habits to learn and grow in that area and who this new person is in Mm -hmm. your life you're not gonna ever really be with nobody yeah have you told them about the thing that i say about love and how it's a choice yeah. Rather than just, you know, you don't fall into it. You know, yeah. You just find yourself. It's a conscious decision that you have to make. Yeah. You know, so like, I think that's what she's really talking about here. Like, the fact that I was changing, you know, as and it's going to continue to happen within our relationship. Not even necessarily you were changing. It was just me actually getting to know who BJ is. Yeah. Or just seeing more layers. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's going to continue. More layers are going to continue right. to unravel. Um, it's a choice whether or not you want to accept that layer or deny it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, God makes that same decision with us, does He yeah. not? You know, there are certain things or certain actions that we make that He may not completely approve of, but it's not like He stops loving us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's un- He has unconditional love for us, so we need to try our best to love others the same way that He loves us. Yeah. So I think that's what she's trying to talk about here. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think what's some habits that we have, like questions that we usually ask each other when it comes to communication? I know for one on the top of my head is when we are talking to one another and like one of the, one of us has something to spill or talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. We ask most of the time, not mm-hmm. always, but this is something that we do ask is like, yeah, okay, do you want me to, to listen? Yeah. Or do you want advice? Yeah. I'm going to help you fix it. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that That was one of the early ones, right? Like, yeah. that's right when we started dating. Yeah. I asked you that on the way back from our camping trip. Yeah. Right? Um, Like, what do you want from me yeah. in this time? Yeah, what do you What do you need from me yeah. right now? Yeah. Because, like, that's super big. You can't assume what the other person needs because it may get misinterpreted. Like, sometimes all they just need is an ear. Right. Other times they really do need your help, but don't give help if they don't need it. Yeah. You know, other times, yeah, you can go ahead and just give them the spew or like give them some tough love. But if not, like keep your mouth shut, you know, please. And thank you. (laughs) Not directed towards you. I'm just saying, because as a woman, I know for a fact is like, I feel like a lot of men kind of have this idea of like, I just want to fix everything. And women's, we just, Nah, Mm-mm. please don't like. Mm-mm. And so I love when he asked me, like, what do you need from me in this time? How can I help? Um, and sometimes I'll just be like, just be here. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to feel loved. Yeah. I just want you to be available. Like, I know you're here, but are you available? Right. We, we, we do, do that, that too. too. <laughs> do are that. you here? I know you're here, but are you available? We mm-hmm. ask each other that all the time. All the time. Yep. Another thing, another practice that we put into play is actually expressing truly things that we don't actually appreciate the other partner doing you know like for instance i'll give the example because she just brought it back to my recollection she just said please and thank you recollection recollection is it recollection 
Or is it know. recollection? Like recollection? No, no. It's a recollection. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's recollection. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Don't be over here trying to confuse me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like she just said, please and thank you. Um, it took me a long time to actually express to her that I don't like that. Like, she'd ask me to do something, and she'd be like, please and thank you, right after she'd say it. Like, hey, can you pick that up off the floor? Please and thank you. It took me a while to actually tell her, like, yo, stop saying that to me. Like, I don't appreciate that. I'm not a little kid. And it's not I wasn't saying it as a little kid. Yeah, right. I was just saying it, like, please yeah. and thank you. Like, right. and, and the thing is, like, I know that that's that may be how she was saying it, but that's not how I was receiving it. And when he it. actually, because he took so long to express it, when he did express it, it was in the heat of a moment. Mm-hmm. So he didn't tell me in the right. right way. Right. So based off what I'm saying, like, don't wait to express mm-hmm. something that you really don't appreciate because it can blow up in your face sometimes. Just, just a little tip for, yeah. for those out there. So, yeah, I mean, just... Communication is key. I'm pretty sure that's probably oversaid or said way too often, but it really is. It really is the key to everything. Like if we didn't communicate properly and continue to try our best and continue to grow in that area, yeah, it it wouldn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. And one of the new ones that we're trying to incorporate, which I personally loved, not only for our relationship, but people in general is, before I tell you anything that I'm going through, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, are you mentally in a headspace Yeah, we to just, where you can actually hear me? We just learned this from, um, what's it, Kenyon and Takara Martin, right? Yep. They, we had an event at a uh, linked up church where they were speaking and gave a whole bunch of great tips on communication. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that they, that they said, and we were putting it to practice right now. Yeah. Do you have the mental capacity to listen to me right now? Mm-hmm. So before we spill, because I'm a spiller, so is he. Mm -hmm. But in this season where where I'm at right now, I'm a spiller. Yeah. I'm trying to be Mm -hmm. a little bit more, but Mm -hmm. I'll ask him. And there's been times where she's literally asked me, do you have the mental capacity? And I've been like, no, no, not right now. And if if your significant other takes like, don't take it to heart. Mm -hmm. If they say no, because I feel like when they when they say yeah and they actually don't have the mental capacity That's for it worse it's like they're not actually there they're not actually listening they're mm-hmm. not actually taking to heart the words that you're saying and or you can't give the right advice exactly. at that time exactly they're not going so. in with the open mindset so that's it's important to actually be honest in those times you know mm-hmm. don't just be a people pleaser don't do that yeah for sure yeah yeah, y'all, we be we be open with each other mm-hmm. for sure. And I think, well, one of the other things we say is like, don't bite your tongue. But mm-hmm. one of the things that we do, and I know for me as my personality, like I won't say anything until most of the time I pray about it first. Because mm-hmm. y'all, I got, I got, I be having an attitude. <laughs> so if I know that, <laughs> <laughs> if I know that I'm gonna like, it's not gonna be the right time for me to say it. I'm gonna be like, babe. Just give me a moment Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say anything or I'll be quiet. Like he'll ask me what's wrong and I won't say anything. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just be completely quiet until I'm ready to express something so that when I speak to him, it's not, I'm not being just straight emotion. Yeah. yeah. And y'all fellas, give her the space. 
give her the space for real. Just hop on the game for a second, do whatever you got to do. Give yeah. her the space whenever she's ready to talk. Be ready to and listen. Give your man space to speak, okay? But also, when he speaks, don't hold the stuff that he tells you like against him, because then that's gonna close the door. Sure will. Um. So yeah, give him space. Give him grace. Do not gaslight. Absolutely do not. not. Do not. Cute. What's another synonym synonym for cute? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. <laughs> fast, right? The fast. Yeah. The fast. The fast. The slow. The slow. <laughs> the slow. <laughs> the slow. <laughs> Ooh we. What it do? And what's up? And we back. We took a break. And we back. Finally. We went to the couch. We ate lunch. <laughs> I got some food in my belly. Yeah, so he's a little bit less hangry. A little bit less. Just tea wench. Yeah. You know. What is up, guys? Um, okay. Let's t- get on what we left off. Which was the, the fast, fast the slow, as the we call it. Yeah, but yes. So I don't know. I don't remember how much I really said about it, but yeah. So the Lord really told me that it was something that you know had to be done. He said, "Fast from your relationship," you know, to to just gain clarity on a lot of different things, not just within our relationship, but just within myself. He said it would just be beneficial for both me and her individually as well as as a collective within our relationship. So 21 days, no, no contact, contact, no talking, no texting, no looking, no looking. We go to the same church and we were not even allowed to make eye contact. He, he looked at me, though. I Let did. me actually tell y'all, because once this fast started... So it was the first week. So the first Sunday since the fast started. Mm-hmm. So we both went to church and I showed up with my best friend, Aaliyah. Yeah. And I was like, my, my, Maya was actually serving. So we went to go say hey to Maya because she serves in the plug. And I was like, okay, Aaliyah, let's hurry up and go. So I don't end up running into BJ because it's going to make it a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So we go into service and she gave us the lady. She directed us to our seats. Y'all, <laughs> he was sitting right behind me. I could reach Caddy over corner. and tap her if I like, wanted Like, we to. could hug at that point because we were that close. Yeah. And I looked and I said, oh, my gosh. But I hurried. I looked back at Aaliyah and I just, I I didn't look at him once. Yeah. I mean, I looked at him because I knew he was there. Yeah. But I did not make eye contact with him. Not once. He kept looking over at me, though. I did. I did. I'm not even going to lie. To you, I don't even know if she actually knew that, but like, I knew that. Yeah, it was it was a little it was a little difficult. Like that first that first week in general, I don't know if I could speak for you, but I know that first week was just super hard, you know, because not only is she my girlfriend, but she's my best friend, you know, and not being able to talk to my best friend was like, who am I supposed to be talking to during this fast again? Oh wait, God, you know. <laughs> so that was 
it was a little bit of an adjustment just having to dive deeper mm-hmm. and not having her there to dive deeper with me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was different. It was a lot different. And those first three days, I think I went to bed at like 7.30, 7.30 p.m., which is like yeah. kind of weird for me. I was like, I ain't got nobody to talk to for real like that. So I'm just going to go to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Best sleep of my life over the fast, though, and I'm going to lie to you. Like, on good schedules and all that kind of good stuff. Um, But... You know, I know you're supposed to be running the podcast, but like, what were some things that you learned about yourself and about us as a couple over the fast, over the course of the fast? Yeah, let me ask you a question. Now you're asking me a question yeah, on my you. podcast. I'm asking you a question. Wow, we were meant for this. Yeah, maybe. What were some things <laughs> that I learned about myself and our relationship? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot, y'all. Again, like going into. It was very hard for me. It was difficult for me mm-hmm. personally over the fast. Um, just because like going from talking to him literally every day, like to cutting it cold turkey, like not talking to him. But I realized that like one, my strength isn't in people. Mm-hmm. It isn't in everything mm-hmm. around me. It's not in the conversations that I have. It's in God and it should be mm-hmm. in God. And so I realized that even though it was hard, I felt like I was going to you a lot. Yeah. And I was finding a lot of my strength because you are my best friend. And yeah. so I resorted to coming to you mm-hmm. with a lot of things. But then over the fast of like not talking to you, it opened my mind up to God is my strength. Mm-hmm. It's not in the people that surround me. Right. Yes, they lift me up and the people around me hold me accountable. And but God is my strength, 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Um, for our relationship, I the first week, I was actually really just sitting deep into my thought of, mm-hmm. like, who he is in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I literally asked God, I was like, God, how could you let me love someone so much? Yeah. And it just really didn't make sense to me because... During the fast, I was able to really just sit back and be like, okay, is he for me? Yeah. Is this relationship for me? Yeah. And, I mean, you just taking the initiative to bring forth the fast for our relationships, for our relationship, it speaks measures. Mm -hmm. And so that even answered my question Mm -hmm. for me. Because it showed that you were so intentional Mm -hmm. with our relationship. Like, okay, let's do this. I think this would be best for us so that we can seek clarity for our relationship so we learn how to love each other efficiently. And so that spoke to me like, that gave me my answer. Mm -hmm. First week. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. He's for me. (laughs) He's for me. I mean, because it just. Fasting isn't easy. It isn't. Because it's sacrificing. It's not supposed to be. Right. Because it's sacrificing. It's crucifying your flesh every single day. Sacrificing something that you're so used to so that you get closer to God. Yeah. And so for us, you were like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice you. I'm willing to sacrifice my tendencies, my comfortability that we have within our relationship so that we make sure that we are both growing yeah. efficiently and individually in our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so I just love that so much because I've never 
experience. I mean, you just continue to amaze me, babe. Well, I'll just say, like, while, you, while you're trying to get back on your train of thought, like, I was very similar, especially within that first week. Like, the, the, the mindset that I had going into the fast was two things. One, is this for me? And two, if it is for me, how can I grow to and, and make the adjustments that need to be made and continue to do, continue to glorify God to the best of my ability in this relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So those were the two main things that I wanted to focus on during the fast. And that was not just for our relationship, but that was for all my relationships with yeah. my friends, with my family, with everybody, because there's a lot of work that God is trying to get done within right. my life as yeah. an individual. Um, and just being able to shut all of the background noise, just just get it out of there for just a second and really focus on what the Lord was telling me to do right there in that season was very important for me. You know what I mean? Because it it brought forth a lot of clarity whenever we were able to come back together yeah. after that fast. And now like we're, we're starting to be able to communicate even better than we were before. Yeah. Um, having tough conversations that we weren't able to have prior to the fast. And it's just paying a lot, like a lot of growth has already happened and I've seen it. I don't know if you have, but mm-hmm. I definitely have. And it's, it's also like a preparation season. I feel like that was a really big thing during the fast. It was preparation for what is to come. Yeah. So that was really like it was it was such a blessing. Like it was hard, but it was all worth it for yeah. sure. You know. Very beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um tell them about how you felt that last week at a fast. About how you really didn't even like Yeah. Didn't even really think wow. About <laughs> It was crazy. Did you experience? You didn't really experience that. No. So like, it's it's crazy. I'll just give my side. So like, for the first, for like the first three or four days, it was really tough. Um, she was on my mind twenty four seven. After that, it kind of died down just a little bit. Um, and then towards like that last week, I was like, all right, we getting near the end. I get to see my baby again, you know. Um, and that's when it started to like kick back up up for me because I knew God had said, yeah, this is still for you. This is good. And yeah, giving me insight and give me wisdom on how to proceed mm-hmm. whenever we were to get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, this is, we didn't take a break. I just want to clarify that. Right. This that, was I not feel a, like a lot of people think yeah. that that's what it was. Yeah. And it was not, this was not a break. It was a fast. There is a difference. A yep. big difference. We were still together. We were not exploring anything. Anybody knew during this, this was sus- sus- like, oh my gosh, specifically for our relationship, yeah. like actually being intentional with God for our relationship. Yeah. So this was not a breakup. This was not a break. Mm-mm. This was nothing, nothing worldly, nothing, right. no arguments. This was so healthy. Very healthy. It was great. It was great. So, and I don't, I don't see like, I would recommend it to a lot of people. Yeah. Actually, um, shout out to Nehemiah. Um, who's my spiritual mentor, he brought this to my attention, like, what, three months before it was time for, like, the fasting and everything like that? And I was like, I'm not doing that. Straight up, I was like, I'm not doing that. Because we were just, me and her were just locked in. We were so close-knit. I was like, that's not happening. But lo and behold, Lord told me to. But yeah. um, what was I saying? I was talking about how it was, what was I saying? 
the last week for you? Oh yeah, so like yeah, the last week it was just I was like, yeah, let's let's figure this out. And then even getting back into things, I kind of went in with the mindset of this might be a little strange after going 21 whole days without seeing each other because you we see each other very often. Yeah, like yeah, we don't live like right by each other like we're we're like 40 minutes away from each other. Um, but we do still see each other pretty often and we were on the phone all the time. Um, not doing that was kind of strange. So whenever we got back, it took a while. It took a little bit of time. to kind of one get, day. Uh, one or two days. Two, yeah, two days to kind of get back into the flow of things. But that first conversation that we had after the fast was over was so awkward for a second, you know? Because we kind of caught each other up on everything that happened over the fast. And we were both kind of just like, who is this person? Yeah. You know, because some habits within each other, each, each other like change. Like it really only takes 21 days to build new habits and get rid of old ones. Right. And we both noticed that we had both picked up some new healthy habits and got rid of some old habits. Yeah. So we both are still making the adjustments to what those habits are. And I think we've done a great job of that through communication. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. My experience during the fast was a little bit different. Yep. Um, <laughs> so the first week was actually very hard for me. I mean, I missed him for sure. Like the whole fast first week was the hardest. Um, I actually wrote him letters. So, so cute. <laughs> when I, uh, when I missed him the most, that's when I wrote a letter because I didn't want to give in mm-hmm. to texting him or calling him mm-hmm. because it was hard. So I just like, okay, let me just write a letter. Plus I like to write anyways. So I, I don't know. It was just a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first first couple of days was actually hard. I think the first night, the first couple of nights, it was hard for me to go to sleep. So hard. Like, that's how close we are. Like, that was literally how close we were. <laughs> like, it was so hard for me to fall asleep. But then I started to implement new habits, like waking up earlier, yeah. going to the gym, being consistent, eating better. I mean, mm-hmm. I was doing the fast anyways. I was doing Daniel. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it started implementing, like, eating healthier. Like, not saying that he put any bad habits into me, but it was just kind of like. Yeah, don't get that confused. Yeah. I am a personal trainer. That I'm not going to do that to him. <laughs> yeah, the first week was really hard. So I wrote letters, and then it started to get easier, <laughs> actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I missed him. I really did. And there's no if and or buts with that. But <laughs> I actually started to get used to not talking to him. I started to get used to not talking to him. Like she hurt my feelings when she said that. Did I really? Me. I seen you you went like this. <laughs> and I was like, wait, let me explain. Right, right. But no, so I started to get used to actually not talking to him. Like, he wasn't on my mind as much. Like, I literally could go about my day, and I would maybe Which think of Which no him. man really wants to hear. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. It wasn't that I fell out. I stopped loving him yeah. because I loved him. Like, I was excited, but I was also, like, nervous. And then I was doubting maybe if I come back Mm -hmm. he's gonna be like no this isn't for me Mm -hmm. that was going through my head but then like once I stopped psyching myself out I actually stopped thinking about him like I really just started going about my my grind Uh, 
I mean, he would still come up in conversations because everywhere I went, people would ask me, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I don't really don't don't know how right. he's doing right now. I That's mean, another story. I hope he's doing good, but we're fasting from You're each right. other, and people were like, wait, what? And so I would have to explain it and that whole thing. So we actually went, we sat together at church that, on that <laughs> the last day of the fast, and we were just like, hey. <laughs> Right. It was a little awkward. Not it was awkward. It was awkward seeing him. Um, and then the conversation that we had afterwards, we went to Starbucks and we just chopped everything up from missing in action from Start thirty to finish, thir- yeah. Thirty. Thirty I was gonna say thirty weeks. Three weeks, a whole month. Um months have four four weeks stick. Oh. Baby, if you don't <laughs> <laughs> you, I always have a plan. I'm always ahead of the game. Always. <laughs> always. Anyways. Yeah. But we are still making sure that we're still about ourselves. We are we're in a relationship. Right. But we, one thing I love about us is we never have to question if we're a priority in either of our lives. Right. We are so intentional. With seeing each other, with talking to each other, mm-hmm. like we, I mean, can you do you agree? Like yeah. we make a priority, mm-hmm. each and, other a priority. And then even when we're not, when we don't feel like we're being seen or heard, we won't even express that to each other. Like, I think just because we're so intentional, we're so mature with our m- relationship. Mm-hmm. We're actually very mature with our relationship. Like. We, it's not like a high school, middle school type of relationship mm-hmm. where it's like, you see at school. Right. And it ain't drama every There's single drama day. There's drama and the conversations. I mean, we have really goofy conversations. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But we do update each other. We do make each other a priority. Mm-hmm. We're intentional with it. Um, There's no pettiness. That's a big thing, too. So. When we're goofing around. Well, yeah, that's different. But we know when we're goofing around <laughs> and when we're not. But I think... Oh, going back to what I was going to say earlier, babe, you continue to amaze me as we grow. Because even in the beginning of our relationship, you led before we even started dating. And that's Mm -hmm. how there were so many instances where I knew you were the one because of just who you are. And then going forth into leading the fast. And then even after the fast, he also came up with doing continuing 21 days of devotions with each other mm-hmm. every single day after the fast. And I'm like, I love this man so much. I love this man so freaking much. Y'all, here she go. Here she go. Do I have hair on my mouth? I love this man so much. Stop <laughs> it. Stop, stop, stop. But no, like, I wouldn't be able to lead if she wasn't willing to be led. So, <laughs> it's just, I, I mean, I <laughs> I just love saying like it takes two to tango. Like I can bring all these ideas and stuff that the Lord is telling me all day long, but if she doesn't agree with it or even have something to say about it, it's not going to work out. So that's why I do appreciate her because she does bring forth opportunities for me to improve our relationship. And even if it's something that she dislikes, 
she's going to let me know, like, hey, I don't think that that's a very good idea. And I'll ask her, you know, why do you not think that's a good idea? And I'll, most of the time, I think I take your your words into consideration, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let's come to an agreement upon that. So I can't lead if she's not willing to be led. So she's talking about me being a great leader, but I can't lead somebody who can't be led. So (laughs) it takes two. It takes two. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this man so much. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's a really huge, 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 huge thing. Like I had a I had to learn how to take a step back mm-hmm. with being so masculine. Like I had to tap into my feminine energy. Mm-hmm. That was one of the main things that I told you when we first got yeah, together. Did, like, I want to tap into my feminine energy. I want to feel safe. I want to feel protected. I want to feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And he did all of those things, and he still does. I'm trying my best, y'all. And I know, like, when the right day is to come, like, for us to get married, I know she's going to be better than ever. Mm-hmm. Or we're trying to, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I just I just love you. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Hello. <laughs> okay. You cool or whatever. Mm, you all right. Yeah. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Like, women, it's okay to be submissive. It is okay to let a man be a man. The right man be the right man. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, y'all be up dang on... Mm. Having your whole tushies in a push, like, Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, I could never. But, baby, when I tell you, you you meet the the right man, baby, you're going to want to submit. Like, you just want to, why would you not want to be led by somebody who can take charge, who can initiate things, who can have, who you can have tough conversations with? But, yeah, it's just, it's great things happening in both of our lives as individuals as well as our relationship and all in all like I don't think that you have much if anything to complain about right you know like it's just this is amazing just like our God is so how great I was gonna sing the other one I was gonna sing the pastor Mike Jr. my God is amazing. You know that one? No, you don't. Yes, I do. Yeah. Not no, but let's sing the other one. How so great. slow? Let's pick it up. No, is our God sing to me? How great? What you are me? Is our God? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's not honestly. Nah. <laughs> No, nah, bro, what? Do not let her come sing at any of y'all fuckers. <laughs> don't let her do it. Please, don't give her the karaoke mic because she will butcher it in a loving way. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Else? Yeah. Let's talk about support. Ooh. What do you mean? Supporting one another. Okay. In what ways? Y'all, I love to support him. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Like, we have diff- way different interests. 
Like, yeah, he's into sports. He's into music. He's like, he's into fitness. Mm -hmm. That's similar, but he's really into fitness because he's a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. And so me, I'm into content creation. I'm into makeup. I'm into faith. Like, I mean, (laughs) faith based content creation. Like, I don't know, just different things. You just like all things content, whether it be I books, speak. you know, like yeah. things of that nature, books, TV. You like entertainment. I love entertainment. Yeah. But, like, I'm, a, I'm a literally a speaker. Like, it's yeah. just completely different. Like, yeah. you know, um, so how do we learn to, like, how do you, for the viewers, because there could be people on here mm-hmm. that's listening and their significant other, completely different. How do you learn to support your significant other in their different interests? Mm, how? Trying not to make this person into you. Yeah. Yeah, making sure that we don't change each other into, you know, making each other like what the other likes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to make her sit down and watch a football game with me. But if she decides to sit down... And watch I football. Want to. It's because it's her choice. If she asks me questions during the football game, that's her choice. And I'm going to be willing to tell her, you know, and vice versa. If she's, you know, having a content day and she's doing some type of editing or something like that, and I ask some questions, I just want to know, you know, oh, what kind of camera is this? You know, why are you changing your angles so, so many times? You know, it's because I actually do have an interest in that. It's, and it's because it's something that she does love to do. So why wouldn't I love? To learn. You and because he loves it, I love it. Yeah. Like, I love to support him. I really do. Like, in the littlest things. Like, literally, we could be on FaceTime, and he's, now he's been kind of getting into, like, making his own beats and music yeah, and stuff. I got back into music production a little bit, so. And I'll just get the, I'll just be like, babe, play it. Let me hear it. <laughs> I want to hear it. Let's just set me up. I want to watch you do it. Right. And once he's finished, he knows that I'm a safe space to send his stuff to, and I will let him know. But I'll actually listen to it, and I'll be cheesing because mm-hmm. I love this man. Mm-hmm. So I like to support you, and he does too. Like he'll he listens to my podcast, mm-hmm. he watches my YouTube videos, <laughs> he'll watch my reels, and all of this little little stuff. But it's just I don't know when you love someone so much, you're willing to do stuff. But like. Not get in this mindset of, mm, let me change this person. Yeah. Let me let me make them. That's another thing. We don't change each other. We don't try to change each other. Because of going back to when we were talking about different mindsets mm-hmm. and learning and navigating that and accepting this person and acknowledging, not enabling insecurity. Yeah. But... We don't try to change one another into what we want them to be like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to change him into me mm-hmm. because that's not. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. Like as a man, you should never try to change another individual, especially if it's your significant other. Mm-hmm. But if there's a, if there is something that you would like to implement you take the charge and you make the first step in making that change within yourself. You take the, you take the leap and you kind of set the standard. You set the example by just your actions, because we all know actions speak way louder than words. Yes. But don't do it with the expectation that the other person 
will make that change. Does that make sense? You just, you, by you leading and leading yourself and being led by God, everything else should take care of itself, if that makes sense. For anybody that just needs advice into getting into a relationship, just be patient. Mm-hmm. Don't look. It'll find um, you. It'll find you. Yes, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. So women, this is for women. Do what you need to do. Be who you need to be. Be who God created you to be. Let me say that. And let the man of God come to you because God will. When you do your best, God will bring you his best Mm -hmm. for you. Um, But I'll say, men, this is my message to men. Tend to your garden before. Yep. A man who tends to his garden will know how to tend to a woman's heart. If he ain't tending to his garden, baby. Take care of your own business. He's not, he not going to know how to take care of you. He's Please. not going to know how to serve and love you as a woman of God, as a daughter of the king, knowing and understanding your value and your worth. And women know the difference because there are counterfeits mm-hmm. out there. But be on your discerning spirit because the Holy Spirit will definitely reveal to you 100%. Yeah. Take care of your business. Take care of business before you do anything business. else. For real. Take care of business. And then whenever that person, that special person comes around, they'll help you rather than hinder you. Mm-hmm. And you'll know whenever they're hindering you because you'll see you're not start, you're not taking the same growth steps that you were prior to being in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. If you if you feel like you're taking steps back and you're not growing as as frequently as you were prior to being in whatever whatever relationship you were in. It ain't it. Mm. It's that simple. You should always be growing. If you're not growing, you're doing the opposite. So good. So good. I feel good. How did you know you loved me? Whoa. (laughs) How and when did you know that you loved me? How? (laughs) But when did I know? It, It wasn't just like a split moment. It just... It was a couple of, since we had been, like, talking for so many times, and I had just started to, like, see so many different sides of you. I was just like, I have no other word to express how I feel about this person other than love, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, I know. It wasn't a particular moment. It was just a whole bunch of events that led to me saying those three words which took forever to say because i was like dude if she doesn't say it back i'm gonna be in pieces i'm gonna be so so hurt like you know um but yeah i think i think that's the best way that i can really explain it like i just started to get to know you and see the real you and not only that, you saw who I actually was. Not just, you know, the fun side of BJ or Coach BJ, which a lot of people refer to me as just because of the way that I am. But, like, you saw and understood and were seeking to understand who I truly was. You were looking behind the mask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wanted to know deep down who is 
Brian James. You know what I'm saying? He is such a professional. Here you go. So, yeah, I mean, you just wanted to know. And I was like, dang, this girl really is like, she don't, she's not surface level at all. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I've been looking for. But like, it finally found me. So I was like, dang, I really love this girl. I'm going to go ahead and tell her. So, yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. Yeah, we are blushing. <laughs> Looking down, smiling, cheesing. <laughs> no, that's so cute. Thanks, babe. Love you, babe. Yeah. That's cute. So, Kalia, <laughs> how and when did you know that you loved me? How and when? Oh, Lord have mercy. They didn't, they probably, like, I didn't heard this story a million times. <laughs> but no, um, I just knew. Like, like he said, there was just no other word to describe. There was no other word that was on the tip of my tongue every time I talked to him. But I love you. And I just didn't say it. Yeah. I just didn't say it for a little bit. I waited because I was like, I'm going to be that crazy girl that said I'm <laughs> <laughs> But um, I don't know. I was just, one, first and foremost, I was just so attracted by his spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, When I first, I mean, just first, firsthand, I was attracted by his spirit. Um, And I just loved his character. I just loved his authenticity. I loved his. She go being po- poetic. I loved his what? Being so poetic. I'm being poetic. Go ahead, baby. That's how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> I just loved his transparency. He was so real. Now you making me think that I'm like I'm. <laughs> no, go ahead. Be poetic because it's just how you are. You so you just dramatic. I love it. I'm not dramatic. Okay. Right now. Go ahead, baby. Interesting. Okay. No, but for real. So. I just loved his realness. He was so real with me. Um, Our conversation, there was, I just knew. There was one night I knew. Mm. One One night night I knew that I loved this man. Mm -hmm. And it was way before he even ever told me. Wow. So... It was, okay, so we were out. I told y'all, if y'all haven't tuned in to me and Maya's podcast... Just go back and listen to it. Basically, I'm gonna just re I'm gonna just recap. It was one night we were out super late and we were just having the most deepest. Was this the night when we was out like super late? Yes. Okay. Baby, I just said that. No, we did like, <laughs> we've been <laughs> out eight, late. Or AM. We were out super late. Or AM. Late. Yeah. Yeah. And I know y'all gonna think nothing bad nothing good happens to us. But y'all, it was something it was good. Just, like, yeah. Bro, that was like for hours we were just talking. Deepest conversation. I mean, talking about God and how much we loved God and just, oh my goodness, that conversation. I don't even remember. I think we gave our whole life story that night, you know? It was how we got to where we are and like where we were at that point. Yeah. Like, I don't, bro, I was never so nervous before. But I never, like, the feeling that I felt inside was just something that I've never, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. I was, like, I love this man. Mm-hmm. In the back of my mind, cheesing. 
I just love this man. And then I just remember driving to work the next day. And I was like, God. What you want me to do with this? Right. I was like, Lord, like, I feel your presence so much in him. And it was just the most amazing thing. And I just knew I loved you. How I knew I loved you was when you told me, he said, I see you. And I said, I, and he said, I hear you. And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm not going to cry. Yeah, I did say that. He told me that and no one, he's the first person that ever told me that. Still do. Still do to this to this day. To this day. Come on now. Like she mentioned earlier, like this is stuff that you read and like this is like TV, but it's real life. Like you're living proof, you know? And you know, we just take it day by day because that's the only way you can do it is day by day mm-hmm. you know so we're not looking too far ahead we're not looking too far back but we're you know yes we do make sure that we learn from our mistakes and are looking forward to the future to make sure we're prepared hit hit nudge nudge um but you know it's just we're making sure that we also stay in the moment and do what is best for each other and ourselves in the moment and making sure that we're always being led by God right then and there. That's the baseline for everything. If you're not being led by God, it this this it won't this, work. this couldn't work. It, it wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't work, you know? It just it just wouldn't. <laughs> like all glory to God, like for real, like For real. Like, I have no other words to say right now except for God is so good. And just the way that he's led us both. I'm just forever grateful and just continue to give him all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. So He's so strategic. Mm-hmm. That's been my favorite word. He's funny, season. too. Yes. He's funny. But I mean, he gave me one of my biggest blessings. I don't know. I wouldn't trade it for the absolute world. I wouldn't. So I got it. And I'm happy. And I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. What? High five? Give me a high five. That, that's me giving you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Why am I so light? <laughs> it's because your shirt. It's the Holy Spirit. It's your shirt. It's the Holy Spirit. It's your shirt. It's the glow. It's your shirt. Jesus glow. I love you, Jesus. Babe. I worship and adore You got to start charging for your concerts. Just you can't be giving the, good, the free stuff. Lord, I love you more than anything. Say it again. Say it again. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. You just changed keys. Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you more than anything. That's how they sing it. No. 
That's not how they sang it. That's how they sing it, baby. That is not how they sang it. That is not. You hating. I'm not hating. You hating. I'm loving. Spitting. Hating. On the beat. Hey, spitting. Hating. BJ a hater. <laughs> Bro, what? I love you, baby. Love you too, baby. And I'm so glad that you came on to the Way in the Light podcast so we can just show. Yeah. Glad that you had me on here. You what know? God had brought together. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Because y'all will see the best part of me. The best part of we. (laughs) The best part of me. The best part of we. Y'all, I put up with this 24-7. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Way in the Light. Thank you, babe, for coming on to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in to The Way in the Light. This is Kalia Mani. Bye.